Hey, welcome back to the TNT Podcast. Coming at you live. A little MLB action on the TV. Go Bravos. Official team of the SEC. But anyway, we're going to talk to you about week six. We'll look at week seven. Give you some spicy takes. And give you our opinion on early coach firing. Dive into week six real quick. There is uh, a page. I don't know if you saw this. There's there is a uh, conspiracy theory. Tennessee is using magnets mm-hmm. to distract LSU players from receiving a kickoff, and that's why they got curb stomped forty to thirteen down in Death Valley. Yes, the magnetic pulse that they're pulling in on kickoffs to start the game. That that is the issue for LSU. Was that magnetic pull was. Doing, but it also had nothing to do with Hooker just lighting it up in the air, and the Tennessee smoke grays had nothing to do with the magnetic pull or helping of that matter. But Tennessee is looking to be—it's like 1998 again, Jonathan, and uh, oh, Rocky Top's ready to roll. They're looking great. Uh, side note on this uh, game: there was a TikTok and a Virginia Tech fan. It was, it was like, like Wolverine looking at a picture, picture and it was Hendon Hooker. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was very funny. Shout out to that creator. Uh, Arkansas, wow. A lot, a lot of people, people predicted them to finish second. Just miss Atlanta. Peyton, they're on a slippery slope. Uh, the dogs of Starkville are looking really hot. They take care of business, beat the Hogs 40-17 to at home. We'll talk, we'll talk about, about this later, later but just to preface, preface, how dangerous are the dogs and can the hogs find something to regroup about? Uh, Florida, Florida Missouri, um, that game was closer than I thought it would be. I and, uh, I was, you know, hey, I'll, not against the Gators. I was pulling for overtime, and they were driving down the field. Uh, just a couple bad throws at the end, but uh, – Man, I will say, you know, I've, I've come up with these power rankings, and I will probably rank Missouri over Auburn, even though Auburn won. Missouri's been in every SEC game they played, mm-hmm. right, right down, down to the wire. And I see why the Drinkwitz firing hasn't happened already. Um, did didn't do half bad in recruiting this uh, last year, no. and they got a lot of young cats playing. So. Uh, Mizzou might be on the rise in a year or two, and you're seeing competitive football from them. I mean, went to the wire with Georgia, Florida, Auburn. Like, every one of their games, they've just lost by that one drive. Yeah. And if you look at it, yeah, I mean, it's like we we got to get over that hump, but you're so close, and in a year, you might be over that hump. So I see why Drinkwitz hasn't been let go yet. Yeah, I think he's – uh. I don't know. You know, Missouri, I really don't know much about them as far as football. I know in the Big 12, they were kind of an Arkansas type. They were going to be good every five years. You know, watch out for them for being dangerous. That one year, they're really good. They started out hot when they were in the SEC, went to to Atlanta back-to-back years when they first joined. Uh, I think they're trying to find out their identity I don't, I don't think Drinkwitz is a bad coach. coach. I mean, how do you get a kid mm-hmm. to go to Missouri? I know. You don't, you don't have, have a beach. You don't really have mountains. Just, you just got the Cardinals. 
I mean, and St. Louis is a terrible city there. I said it. Uh, I know I pissed off our one St. Louis listener, but hey, I said what I said. Uh, that's why the Rams left for L.A. Uh, Georgia, Auburn, Deep South's oldest rivalry. This game, I felt, was closer than the score indicates. Right. Uh, however, you know, you know, Auburn's best stat of the day was probably drawing penalties on first down. I think it was first and 15 on every possession. Their penalties killed them. Auburn's defense is, I wouldn't say great, but it's not terrible. Held them in, but they eventually just got outrun. Uh, you know, I think Georgia realized watching that game about halfway through, it's like, we don't have to be cute with these guys. We can just, we can just run the ball. Right. And the first half, you could tell they were trying to do a lot of things where it was like, hey, look, you know, their offense ain't going to win them the ball game. They can't – our defense is going to win it for us. Let's just pound it down their throat and just keep pounding and pounding and pounding. And that's what the offense did. It was nothing trickery. Their longest offensive touchdown was quarterback draw because they got in spread um, in an empty package, realized there was no middle backer. Because Stinton had, hasn't used his leg, and when he did, he got sacked, and boom, hit it right up the middle. And it was a deal where Auburn's offense lost them this game of how terrible it is, and it, it, is, it has been atrocious. We've said it every week. It has not gotten better. Um, and Ashford had some plays, but there's a lot of coaching and things he's got to improve on. But... I felt real bad for Auburn's defense because they were doing a good enough job to keep them in the game. Harson going for it on fourth down with the trick punt um, really hurt them to get Georgia that first touchdown, and then it was just downhill from there. Moving on, Ole Miss Vanderbilt. Uh, I said it in the previous game we recapped, but this one truly, the score doesn't reflect how close it was. Vandy Ole Miss was close up until the beginning of the fourth quarter. Well, halftime, Vandy was winning. And it was a deal like, holy cow, they they might sneak this through. Ole Miss was not hitting their shots on offense. Again, wasn't anything they were doing trickery-wise. They were just dropping passes. They weren't blocking the right guy. And it was just came in, hey, let's get that rust off. I know we had a big win against Kentucky. Get Let's get back into that momentum. And they did and ended up winning that ball game in very good fashion at the end. Um, putting up 21 points in the third quarter, which really, to me, sealed the deal for them. Uh, South Carolina, Kentucky, uh, without Will Levis, really hurt the Wildcats at home. Uh, big first SEC win uh, away that Shane Beamer's got as a 10-year. I really like the Shane Beamer attitude of South Carolina. I do, too. Um uh, you know, Mark Stoops, you lose a close one to Ole Miss, and then you think you can handle South Carolina at home. And they just couldn't get anything going with their backup quarterback, and South Carolina got a huge one for their program. What this tells me is how good Will Levis is um, at quarterback for Kentucky. Again, he's a guy that I think is going to be a first-round pick, maybe the first overall, a lot of coaches keep saying. But – Shane Beamer, I, I like this attitude he brings, and he fits the South Carolina culture right now. Again, they they went from being a top-tier program with Spurrier to it being bottom of the barrel. Like They could not even get to a bowl game where I think Beamer will get them to bowl game. They're beating their in-state – you know, their 
other state rival of North Carolina. They're um, competing. And the the game they really need to win to seal Shane Beamer's legacy is a one against Clemson. And it wouldn't surprise me if it happened. Uh, Texas A&M, Alabama. I know our spicy take was we thought the Bandy Ole Miss game would be closer. Yeah. This, was, this is the one game that Jimbo game plans, but I think a lot of A&M fans are like, why are you only saving up all the big things for this game? And, and I noticed that. Like, they were doing different plays on different formations. You could see it and where it's like, man, if you would have done that against um, – Miss State, you had done this for some other teams. It would matter, but I think Jimbo knows, hey, you know, I can go 8-4 and four every year as long as I beat Bama. I'm still going to have a job and not get bought out. Um, but I, I didn't like the play call at the end. I loved the fight and the drive, but it, it, I felt like Jimbo needed to be more creative at that point, um, how they did it. Um, they played man straight up, trying to hit the what is called a uh, – uh, they call it a pylon pylon comeback is what it is. Is where you go to the pylon and they try to stick it on the outside. You either get a pi or not. It's kind of close for pi, but I didn't. I, I agreed with the officials. It was incomplete. The DB played it really well. Yeah, yeah we should run a different play call, but you know hindsight's twenty twenty. Don't really appreciate his comments after the game where he said. We, I mean, we got a backup quarterback instead of saying, hey, we played well, we got close, just didn't end it our way. And But your backup quarterback was your starter week one and two. Like, right. you can't make a comment like that. Not really impressed with uh, Jimbo's reasoning for the loss. Uh, moving on to week seven, we'll preview of the 11 a.m. game will be Auburn at Ole Miss. Uh, I think considering the culture – the inevitable coach change at the end, uh, the way that the Rebels are playing, I got the Rebels winning this one. Uh, I'll be surprised if Auburn scores more than 14 points in this game. I'm with you. I think it's going to be a lot closer than people give. Um, now, I'll say this. A lot of players that were on that Auburn team last year transferred to Ole Miss. I know they're going to have some emotion in this game. Um, it being 11 o'clock, uh, this could be a job interview for Lane Kiffin. Um, you never know. But Auburn just doesn't have any momentum. Um, they haven't lost to Ole Miss, and I think it's been like seven straight games. So uh, a lot riding on this one for the Tigers and the Rebs. But I'm, I'm with you, Jonathan. I'm going to go with the Rebs by 10. Vanderbilt goes into Georgia. Uh, I like Vanderbilt's fight. I like what Clark Lee's doing over there. I think talent's too much. I got Georgia winning this one. Um, I wouldn't say it's a blowout, but I think it's pretty pretty easy. I'm with you. Georgia is just on a hot streak right now, um, not having very tough opponents right now. A lot of stuff they can clean up. But this Vanderbilt team's going to come in and try to punch them in the mouth. I think they'll get a couple of lucky shots in, but Georgia's just going to stand up and keep knocking them down. Eventually they won't get up, but I'm with you. I, I don't think it's going to be a 38 point where uh, that's how much they're favored. I could go 28, 32, but I don't think it's going to be 38. It's the third Saturday in October. This used to be a really big game. Hasn't been in years since Netflix was a thing. Alabama goes to Knoxville. 
it's a top 10 matchup, three, three versus six. Uh, has it been? Has it really been a game in a long time? I still got. I, I got Alabama winning. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Tennessee can pull it off. I think the moment's too big. I've seen a lot of Tennessee team choke. This Tennessee team doesn't seem very. They seem good. I mean, they're better than the Tennessee teams I've seen in the past, but. Uh, I've also seen Nick Saban close the door on a lot of uh, Cinderella stories, and I see this year is no different. I got Alabama beating Tennessee. Jonathan, th- th- this is a tough one for me um, because I don't know who's going to start at quarterback. I don't know if Bryce Young's going to be back. Um, if he is, I- I'm going with the Todd. If not, I-, I just I don't know if they make the change to Top Simpson. I don't know. What's going to happen? I just know Knoxville is going to be excited, pumped, more than they've ever been. They, they And we're now in the age of Nick Saban first. We had the first Nick Saban first um, loss to an assistant, and Tennessee's never beaten Nick Saban. So uh, this this one's too, clo- too close to call. I'm going to go – you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Vols. I'm riding with the Vols on this. It's 98, baby. We're we're rolling out. They're they're ready to roll. Um, they're ready to pull out the cigar boxes, get that dust off, and finally smoke one. in about 20 years, it feels like. So, but I'm gonna go with the Vols on a game-winning field goal. All right, Arkansas goes over to Utah in the mountains playing BYU. Um, almost just lost three straight now. Uh, can, can they get, get back, back on track? track? I, think I think they can. can. I, think I think they beat the, the Cougars in the mountains. They get excited, catch a little break against some SEC defenses. Uh, I think KJ Jefferson's they will lead them to a, a good quality win. I think Arkansas wins this one. I'm with you. Um, the Mormons aren't going to have the firepower or the strength to match up with the Hogs, and the Hogs are going to come in um, into some – what's funny, this is a 2.30 game, but – with the time zone and everything, it's going to be about eleven o'clock. So, it's uh, it's it's going to be a new atmosphere for them. I, I don't, I think the BYU crowd is going to show up, but they've kind of struggled during day games, and I think the Hogs will finally get on track and get on the winning ways again. Man, it's crazy. Uh, this game is usually the game to talk about this week. Um, however. With, with Tennessee, Tennessee doing so well, this is not the case. LSU goes into Florida, always a great rivalry. Um, both first-year coaches, both wanting this win. You know, Florida lost to Tennessee in a heartbreaker. LSU got beat by Tennessee really bad. Um, both new first-year coaches needing this rivalry win. Uh, however, however, with, with it, it being in Florida, Florida and the, the comparison, comparison game between Tennessee and Florida, Florida I, got I got the Gators, Gators winning this one. one. I'm, I, I agree with you. Uh, LSU's offense just doesn't seem like it's clicking right now. Uh, the defense has really kept them in games, and they're they're not even up to standards. Um, again, barely, you know, both teams have pretty good wins. Uh, LSU winning at Auburn and Florida beating Utah. But to me, I just it being in the swamp, the atmosphere is going to be too much for Brian Kelly and the LSU Tigers, and I'm going to go with Florida by 14. All right, and then the 6:30 kick, Mississippi State 
Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky, two losses in a row. I mean, they they were a top ten team. Lost to Ole Miss in Oxford. Then they lose to South uh, South Carolina in Lexington. You know, they're kind of on a slippery slope as well. And the Mississippi State's gotten really hot since LSU lost. They beat Arkansas and then they beat Texas A&M. And, and, and not just like small little wins, big wins. Like it's it's amazing how well Will Rogers is. And what's funny is I'm surprised he's not even up for a Heisman candidacy, how much he's been throwing the ball and how well it's been his accuracy. Um, I, I'm with you, Jonathan. I think Kentucky's just on a downtrend right now. And Mississippi State coming in, the Stormtroopers, man. I'm, I'm excited to see those jerseys. The uniform com- combo they have, I think it's just going to be too much for the Bluegrass and Lexington. And I'm going to go with State by 21. I, I just think they're going to light them up in the air, man. I got Mississippi State, but I don't have them by 21. I think. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I feel it coming. Uh, moving on, we're going to talk about early coach firings and our opinion on them. Depending on what you decide. You want me to say it or you want me to say it? Brian Harson's gone. I mean, we we all know it. It's coming. You can see how he's coaching. Um, it. I, I don't know if it's going to be after this game against Ole Miss. Um, I don't know if it's going to be at the end of the season where his buyout will reduce by $300,000. But the experiment didn't work, um, and it was crazy. I mean, I, Jonathan, a year ago, he was 6-1. and one. And we were talking about how he could take the Tigers to the SEC championship, and has blown has 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 been one in six in SEC play since then, since beating Ole Miss. So it's just been to me, it's been crazier times in in Auburn. But he has not done the greatest job. We knew it. We know it's coming. Um, replacement. I have no clue. There's there's a lot of opinions and another firing. I think's coming, man. Um, if not this year, definitely next year is Jimbo Fisher. Um, he has not done the job. I think Kevin Sumlin has more wins than he does, and I think he's like five million a year cheaper. So I was gonna say, what's your opinion on on coaches either f- finishing the season or Getting fired midway through. Well, because we've had Georgia Tech, we've had Nebraska, right? And and if you look at Georgia Tech, like their their interim coach is winning. He's won thir- three ball games, and it's been very impressive wins. Beat Duke, um, who was on a high rise at one point. Uh, Nebraska, I, I think Matt Rule is going to end up at Nebraska. Um, it, it just wasn't working out, um, but. You know, I, I, for me, if if it's a coach who you don't owe anything to, and what I mean by that is a legacy-type deal, like Edo, he won LSU a national championship. He deserved the right to finish out the season. Uh, uh, they've only won, won two in a row, row but they, they did beat a, a pretty good, good Pittsburgh team. Pitt, and they beat Duke. Yeah, two wins. I mean, that, those are those, Pitt was ranked. Like, that's a great job right there. And it gives – and the thing I like about – the early the early firing is you get some guys some of these interim guys a chance to prove if they could be a head coach um it, it to me it's what got ed o the head job at lsu 
of how good of a job he did as the interim. So you're for him. You like him. I, I like him if the program, if, if nobody's not owed something like Gene Chizik won Auburn National Championship, didn't get fired in the 2012 season until after the end of the year. That is acceptable. But somebody you don't owe anything to, I think, should be fired um, after a certain point of, hey, thanks for trying. All right. Um. I would say I'm not really for the midseason firing. Uh, yeah, just because, I don't know, maybe the decency of it, you know, that's probably a lame excuse. But And I get it. Like, it, the players have a lot of impact and put into a head coach. Um, I feel like the interim job, you just, you're just like, this season's a wash. Well, and that's the thing about it. That's how some people take it. Like, um, Davo Sweeney, remember he was an interim coach. Came in, ended up being one of the best hires ever in Clemson because he was an interim coach. And it's, to me, I, I'm Is there anybody on Auburn's staff that you think would be a good head coach for Auburn? Uh, I think, to me... I, uh, Zach Etheridge wouldn't be a bad one. Maybe uh, Ike Hillard has had a lot of time in the NFL. Um, there's a couple, not a lot, but um, maybe Carnell Williams. You, you, you never know. So it's just it's a guy where it's like, hey, look, this guy's done a lot for our school and program. Let's just give him a shot and see what happens. But that's the only reason I like the interim stuff is if you know – the team's not getting better. There's no there's no improvement. But this guy we think can do better, then I'm all for it. But if there's nobody that can do better, you need to let the coach finish out. All right, we'll move on to our spicy takes. Uh, my first spicy take is Grenier for Auburn gets some playing time in this game. Hmm, that's a, that's a bold statement. That was, what, fourth, third, fourth-string quarterback? Fourth-string quarterback. Hold on, get some, some, <laughs> some playing time. time. All right, uh, I'm going to go with the Mississippi State-Kentucky score will be closer than the Arkansas-BYU score. Yes, yeah. It's not... That's not spicy. Um, I, I think, think Florida, Florida beats, beats LSU, LSU by three scores. scores. Okay. I'm going to go with this one. After Tennessee beats Alabama, okay. they get into the college football playoffs. Like for the end of the year, not end of, just the rankings? End of the year. End of the year, they get in the college football playoffs. Jeez, that's spicy. That is sizzling. Spicy. Oh, wow. You threw me off, man. Uh, I think opposite end of this, I think Alabama beats Tennessee by 10. Mm. I'm telling you, them some gar boxes in uh, Knoxville that's been closed for a while. I don't believe the hype, man. Tennessee, man, they're always on the hype bus every year. They think they're going to win, and they don't. 
know a matter of time it's going to happen. Has Here's my question. Has Alabama played Tennessee under Nick Saban? Under Nick Saban, have they been in the top ten? Is my is my question. Let's, I think 2016 Tennessee was ranked. But were they in the top ten? Probably not. Let's see. Let's see if we can look this up. We'll give it to them. We'll give it the look up. We'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's see. I don't. I don't think they were. No. Never been, huh? Closest they've been is eleven. Wait. Fourteen. No, I'm sorry. I'm looking at it wrong. Sixteen. Yeah, he was at twenty sixteen with Dobbs, and they've almost won that game. I don't remember. They always lose. Longest win streak right now is Alabama at fifteen. Shoot. So it's been fifteen years. Fifteen years. Fifteen years. I forgot. That 2007 is 15 years ago. 15 years, jeez. How are you a Tennessee fan? After like, that? how do you how do you, how do you call this game a rivalry anymore? I don't know. Jeez, 15 years. 15 and oh. Mm. There are 15 year olds that have never seen Tennessee win against Alabama. So there, there's a there's a coach in our staff who is a football coach the last time he saw Tennessee beat Alabama he was six years old that's crazy how old was I I was 14 that's crazy like I'm a kid <laughs> no that, that just shows you man like how long this has been waiting and I, this is the closest shot they've had to it and it's the Knoxville so gives them better chance. You're right. Like I don't oh, think they do it. Horns down. All right. Mountains uh, down. Smoky down. <laughs> rocky top down. Rocky bottom. Man, it, it's just. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, there wasn't an iPhone last time Alabama lost to Tennessee. Y'all have a good night, and we'll see you next week.